Y'all know ahead of time, y'all go to Miami, make sure y'all, y'all bread, y'all ain't just going to be walking the strip. Nah, if you're going to go eat, you're going to be paying for it. <laughs> Trust and believe. Need my quote, leave me alone, it ain't broke tales. Know my foes won't condone, but the hoes will. I got more or whatever, niggas won't play. I got dope, party, yay, call my phone, play. So welcome back again, everybody. This is welcome, welcome. the What Up Bro podcast. Um, doing something a little different. Uh, kind of giving y'all a taste of how things are kind of be going forward. Ain't that right? Um, Broderick here. Back, black as ever, melanin popping, thanks to Miami. Hell yeah, I think I got a tan too. I was looking at my, I was looking in the, the mirror like, you look brown. My brother Sean sitting right here. <laughs> Big facts. Also, melanin popping, thanks to Miami. <laughs> yo, I'm telling you, bro, I got cooked. I'm looking at it, I'm like, damn, yo, I, me and my socks, we looking a little together right now. Right. <laughs> so, I definitely got, I definitely got smoked in, like. Yeah, and shout out to Puff for letting us come to his house. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez also, thank you, Floyd. <laughs> I love I love the work that you're getting done. Thank you for allowing us to to get a first hand look at the work you got uh, going on with your crib. I really appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I was looking at it like, yo, I don't know if I can live there. I don't, and I was, you know, which I was talking on a trip, and it, and which one of my people's, they was like, yo. I can live out here. Like, go look. You finish your work. You finish whatever work you're doing for the day. You close your laptop and you just go out to the beach. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, that's that. Essentially, that sounds amazing. But it's like, all right. I know me, and I know I'll, I get tired. I get tired very quickly of the same routine all the time. So I'll be like, all right, cool bet. All right, where I gotta move to next? Oh, Cancun, cool bet. All right, let's go to Jamaica, cool bet. All right, so I think. I think the things that I loved about Miami, I really loved, but the things I hated were just like, no. Like, just, like, as someone who drove. Oh, yeah, I told and, you about that shit. And just drove around the city and realized, yo, there's nobody here that can drive. Like, and oh, the way no. the roads are set up, there's bridges everywhere. Like, and it's high-ass bridges, too. I'm just like, yo, what is going on here? Like, because cause I feel like, because um, my girl and I, we said, we were talking about the same thing. It was like, yo, could, like one of us actually live out here and make it work and we were just like nah like it's be cool. a great place to visit right it's like a cool little vacation spot maybe a summer spot that you you know you may have a summer home if or you get like, like a beach house or some shit like that you do a week two weeks right and then get over yeah but staying there nah i would uh and as crazy part is i would stay in new york longer than i probably would stay in miami and that's crazy because Miami, even you know granted you like oh miami has beautiful weather but i i like beautiful weather but i also like the cold like i'm right. i don't know and personally i guess maybe that's the city in me but right. i love the cold i love the cold weather i right. love that shit that's my that's like yo hoodie season is like the best season i feel like i do my best dressing in, exactly. <laughs> in the winter exactly. time like yeah when it's time to put the hoodie on i feel like i can mess with a hoodie a little bit more than i can mess with the shorts and the tank oh absolutely and then just on top of that like i feel like people everybody in miami got an angle like it seemed like everybody was trying to either sell something or Bro. they were trying to, you know, impress somebody or they were trying to Son. seek something, like, from you. Like, whether it was somebody, like, and people are bold down there, too. Like Bold as hell. Like, you could be down there with, like, you know, you could be down there with someone. The people still going to try to look at you or they're going to look at the person that you with and, you know, try to 
you know, trying to impress them with their eyes and all that type of stuff like that. And then even on that, when people, everybody seemed like everybody was trying to sell something too. Oh, absolutely. If I had one more person come up to me while I was eating, like, yo, you want a cigar? You want right. to, you, you want a rope? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm nah, good. my big thing was people, would just, they would just hand me stuff and like, they would do it in a way to where it was just like, yo, I'll just be like, what the world? Like, I just look and I'd be like, oh, there's somebody's handing me something. You know, your natural reaction is like, all right, well, you know, what is it? Yeah. Cause yeah. that's how they that's how somebody got me with some flowers and then they tried to call me broke because I didn't want to bomb. Somebody some old dude was like, uh first off, he popped out my corner and just handed me a rose and was like, yo, this is for the lady. And I'm like, okay, cool, you know, whatever. Thank I'm thinking it's the restaurant. This is our first night. You no, know, this is being like general. I don't know. Right, this is our first general. night. I'm like, you know, I get it and I'm like, all right, you know, what's going on? You know, whatever, not thinking anything of it. He's like, oh, that'd be ten dollars. <laughs> I'm like, nah. I hand that shit right back to him. I'm like, nah. I'm like, like, bro, he's do like, you not see me eating right, right now? Like, like nah. I got a bill to handle. He's like, <laughs> he's like, how broke you got to be? You can't afford a $10 flower? I'm like, nah. It's not that. You, you should have been like, I'm hella broke, nigga. Right. I'm hella broke. I'm sitting there thinking, we won't be washing dishes tonight. Right. I'm sitting there thinking, look at the restaurant I'm on on the strip that I'm on. You trying to call me broke because I don't want a $10 flower? All right. Telling you. But, um, so, we, you know, we talking about a new format. And like I said, shout out to Miami because Miami was fun. We it definitely all, was. We had a good time. I wish we I could have stayed longer. It. Yeah, we definitely wish we could have stayed longer, but we we gonna have to come back and um, just experience a little bit more. And then, like I said, shout out to Puff. Let me <laughs> the crib. Um, so going going with that, um, I know on the trip, uh, we talked about how we gonna change the show up, things that we gonna do with the show. Yeah. And I feel like today is a good day because the show is. We are recording the day of putting the show out. I know. So, you know, we just want to show y'all what to expect going forward with the show and, and the format and, you know, we, how we going to try to keep y'all's attention, how we going to try to incorporate different things outside of just the show every week mm -hmm. to give you guys good classic entertainment. So I know, Sean, you had a few ideas that, you know, you had throughout there that we agreed upon. So, you know, you just want to explain that to the people? Uh, well, we're going to, we're not, we're going to be cutting down the, uh, the timing of it. So we're going to be, instead of, you know, hey, putting out one episode a week or whatever the case may be, we're going to be putting out probably two episodes, two to, what, two to three? Yeah, a two, week. two to three. I wish for a week so we can kind of get that out there. Look, I know some of y'all attention spans is like dog shit. So right. I know y'all personally, y'all ain't going to be listening to an hour long something. So you'll listen to 20 minutes. You're like, okay, I could do 20 minutes, 30 minutes, but right. an hour long, y'all. Boom. So we're going we gonna to gradually, we're going to get back to be doing an hour long, but we're going we gonna to keep y'all around for a little bit before right. we start giving y'all some longer sections of what's going on right and we also gonna do some some skits and stuff we're gonna try to get some more entertainment in on the side and then also just uh just different little stuff that's going on because like we said in the last episode this is the what up bro podcast and us as the host we always need to let you know what's up what's keep you on the loop exactly so with that being said um I know I was driving to Miami, so yeah, you snapped with that. I had I had a lot of time to listen to some of the stuff, and I know we wanted to talk about the new Nas album, <sighs> King's Disease Two. Um, it came out oh, on Friday. Um, I got so happy to see that shit pop up. Then yeah. I listened to like after the after the first three tracks, I was like, nah. yeah, because I know I know you love the first one. So I you love were very, the kid. You were very high I on love, the first one, so yeah, it's very high on it. And I, and he worked with Hit Boy again, so I'm like. Oh, Hit Boy on the beat, like it's lit. Right. Then 
I after like I think after what was it? I think death row. No, it was after forty side. Yeah. After forty side, I listened to the EPMD two, and I was so like disappointed. I was disappointed right. in Eminem's verse. I was very dis- highly disappointed in Eminem's verse. Like I thought it was gonna be all right. I'm gonna hit you. It, obviously, you know Eminem is is a is a wordsmith, so I'm thinking he's going to hit you with wordplay 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 yeah and instead i got hey it's a shout out to boo boo i felt like i was listening to a logic song <laughs> I, I felt like i really felt like i was listening to a, a logic song and logic does that a lot of his music and he'll hey you know know that i'm black and i'm white shout out to my mother yeah, and my and ancestors like how my brother times, and my like cousin how many times can you get that off yeah and it was you know and i'm like okay um no no, we're not doing this. I want I want music. I don't want this. You're going to come to me correct. You're going to come to me and I was just I was really disappointed in the in the in that project in general, but I think like as soon as as soon as I got down like further in the track list, a store run was all right. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody that he had with uh Lauren Hill was fire. Right. That no phony love shit with Charlie Wilson was real heat. Yeah. Then after that it just kinda was like, All right, mm, I can listen, but would I like put it on my phone? Probably not. Yeah, no, nah, I I listened to it and I know that I told you that I kinda wanted to say something about the fact that you know, you got a lot of these older rappers like Nas. Like, I I appreciate them wanting to put out new music and want to sound newer and fresher. Absolutely. However, like, I hate to see, like, rappers like Nas. And I told you the same thing about Fabulous on, uh, what was it, Shootout? Well, you never three. even like Fab in the well, first place. No, 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 no. That's not true. That's not true. I do. It's just, I don't look at, you got to remember, I'm not from New York, so I don't look at him the same way as someone that from New York would. But back to Nas, I hate to see these older rappers try to get on these young beats, these like newer beats, and try to sound young. Like they trying to sound like the Migos, they're trying to sound like the wave of mainstream artists as now when it's just like, yo, your pocket, like you're a veteran, like you're, you don't have to prove anything to anybody. Like you don't have to hop on a Migos beat and rap like that, just say you did. Like my, like my favorite, every song on here that I thought was my favorite was stuff where it was like, yo, this is Nas's pocket. Like, I hated that A Boogie song, the A Boogie and YG song. Not because I don't like A Boogie, not because I don't like YG, because I love both of them. So I'm not a huge A Boogie fan, so it's like, mm. I heard it. I was like, okay, like, you know, I, I'm still, A Boogie is like real hit or miss with me, like real hit, yeah. hit or miss. And I'm like, yo, you, duh. but. But see, like I said, I like them. I like each of their music individually. But I feel like when it comes to Nas, like Nas doesn't need to be on a song with them. Like it just doesn't sound right. Like it didn't. Like that song didn't sound right at all. And to see the thing about it that made me kind of was like, well, made me think about it was the fact that he even kind of addressed it on another song where he's just like, yo, imagine hearing like NES on Amigos beat, like, and it's like, yo, that do we want to even hear something like that? Because that, <laughs> like I said, I have. I told you the same thing about Fab, where it was just like, yo, Fab, why are you getting on these auto-tune tracks? Like, that's not you. Like, Soul Take 1 and 2, like, those are classics. That Friday Night Freestyle stuff is classic. That shit is fire. But that's a pocket that someone like Fab needs to stay in. Summertime Shootout. Summertime Shootout. I'm personally, I love all the Summertime Shootouts. Right. But I just think that that's a pocket that Nas needs to, like, stay in. It's just, like, the real melodic, like, you know, like, real artsy, like, just giving game like because Nas is one of the few artists that I feel like can do both can kind of give you old game 
and new game and it doesn't sound like like he's hating on people i really feel like you know i don't know nas just really disappointed me with this with with this album and i really got happy because i'm like oh him and hit boy because him and hit boy i felt personally like king's disease it was like album of the year then you give me this and i'm like bruh what the fuck? I can, like I can it was, it, it was at it was uh the album of the year category. If I'm not mistaken, Benny the Butcher, his his shit came out the same year as the Thank You. Uh, I mean, not Thank You, but the King's Disease shit. If Freddy's, I'm not mistaken, Freddy's came out. I know that year because they were up for the Grammys against each other. King, because King's Disease came out. But, Freddy, but Benny's been putting out music like nonstop for the last what year and a half, two years. I know. But it, yeah, but I so think King's he's got another Harry Fraud project coming. Does he really? I think, I think, I hope so. I hope, I really want to see a Benny, Freddie, and Harry project, like a trio project. I think that would be dope. Uh, that wait, which color? So, well, I'm gonna get back to that. But um, yeah, they they albums came out the same year, 2020. Yeah. So both, I felt like they were the fighting for album of the year. But um, yeah, that's what Dave Dave just did a a project with um, where was it? Uh, what's his face? What Harry Fraud? Harry Fraud. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, yeah Hoffa. Hoffa yeah. was fire. Yeah. Take that. Take that bum ass song you did with G Herbo off that <laughs> shit. And that I, Dave, you got a masterpiece. Okay. So with that being said, I feel like you got a lot of artists now who are making albums with producers, like just a whole project with a producer. Yeah. And do you feel like, like that's the next wave with just like how people do things, how people put out like. You remember how before people put out mixtapes where they were just rapping over everybody else's beats? Yeah. Now oh, it's like, just like, like every... What you call it? Like, uh, what's his name? Fab did with uh, Quiet Storm. Right, yeah. Like, do you think now that's going to become a thing now where people are just going to say, hey, I'm going to attach myself to this producer and we're just going to make magic. Yeah. We're just going to make albums together and we're going to make magic. I think that would probably be best because that challenges you as an artist as well. Um, I really challenges you as an artist. I feel like it's... Is it's easier to just to say, all right, cool, bad. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take uh, ten crack commandments and go over that beat. It's easy to say I'm a rap over Big Papa. I'm, right. It's easy to say I'm a rap over uh, which color? What's the Tupac song? Uh, the Black of the Berry, Sweet of Juice. Like it, yeah. it's easy to to do that. Like to to rap or get around. Better yet, yeah. it's easy to rap over N.W.A. Fuck the police. Da-da. It's easy to do that, but right. it's more challenging when you're going to get all right. I need to see how his process, how he works. Cool right. bet. Now you're bringing in different personalities, different energies, different worth et- work ethic. God. Right. And you're bringing all of that. You're collabing together. That's much easier. That's much harder said than done. I was listening right. to Russ. He was actually saying that. He was like, yo, after a while, this rap shit gets easy. What can I do to challenge me, challenge my pen, challenge me personally? And like... Right. And I guess you could say it kind of like the, the Michael Jordan thing. Like He kicked in like, all right, I'm looking for a challenge within the challenge. Right. So what does he do? He starts working with other producers. I'm going to uh, work with other beats. Okay, boom. Mind you, he mixes, masters, and produces all his music pretty much. Yeah. So the fact that you're getting on that and you're going to be touching and he, boom, and then y'all collab, y'all come together, it's like, oh, shit. Okay, beautiful. Yeah. Right. I feel, like, I feel like there's certain artists who, certain producers, they just kind of... They never miss. Like, Freddie and, and Madlib, like, they never miss. Yeah. Like, and Benny and Harry Fraud are kind of on that same wave where it's just like, nah, they just never going to miss because they just had that connection. Like, I feel like once some of these artists find, like, producers yeah. that they 
vibe with that they have like a chemistry with like this like it's clear that Nas and Hit Boy have like a clear chemistry yes like it's clear that Hit Boy can make music for Nas because to me Nas is one of the all time greats but he's one of the all time like worst beat selectors in the world <laughs> like he's one of the worst like everything like all Nas' best songs people had to pick those beats for him or he had like like Illmatic is just like that's like an all star team of producers. That's like the dream team of producers. Yeah, yeah. So it's so it's kind of like you. It's hard to miss on that. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. I I naturally feel like some people just naturally have that that one that connection. That okay. But I, I guess I guess it also takes a perfect um a perfect person, not perfect person, but a person who has that perfect touch. To go on as a producer, or as, as a producer, artist? as a, right. I mean, granted, both, explain, explain that, explain both, that. because I don't think you'll ever see. Well, I'm I'm not gonna say ever see, but unless I'm mistaken already, like Lil Yachty work with Pharrell, because Pharrell, I just feel like Pharrell's production, his his just his whole mindset doesn't fit with Yachty. But see, here's my my point to that. Um, to argue against that a little bit is. Pharrell's one of those like producers where I don't think at this point he's making like exclusives with anybody anymore. Like I feel like Pharrell is one of those producers where he's kind of like Dre, like Dr. Dre, where it's just like I'm gonna make a beat when I want to make a beat, it don't matter who it is. I'll I'll make it work. Like Rick Rubin. Right. I'll make it work. It don't matter who it is. I'll make it work. If I if someone I'm feeling, I'll make it work. Cause that's why Dr. Dre has so much chemistry with people like Snoop and and um Eminem and 50 Cent because it was just like yo I can make you sound good I can make anybody sound good it don't matter who it is so to me because there's plenty of Dr. Dre like artists that like you heard like one song and it slapped and then you never heard from him again (laughs) not Sam Sneak (laughs) nah that's a fact that's a that's a whole fact but it I'm still just like yo it it I don't know. I, I personally, I feel like, you know, like a lot of those beats, like, all right, better yet, Dreamville, when that whole, um, when that whole, when they did that whole uh, big ass album, what was it? Uh, Revenge of the Dreamers. Yeah. When they did that whole, and they did the director's cut. Yeah. If you hear how everybody just fit perfectly with, the, with mm-hmm. those beats, like yeah. fit perfect to that T and that beat is just the beat cat obviously the beach beat I said the beach. See that's what my mom <laughs> right, like, my, my mind is still in Miami. Still in Miami. <laughs> still in Miami. Back in but, Durham now with KP. Yeah, exactly. it, it's confirmed. Like it's confirmed Miami. I need to take another trip in exactly. a few weeks. Exactly. But um uh, <laughs> bro, and you just hit you you heard okay, cool, bet this works perfect. Like um that aggressive tone. What's the what's the uh black lambo truck or whatever it is the lambo truck where it's uh they talking about robin uh j cole and kendrick oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i know what you're talking about that yeah. shit bro it took the right aggressive tone and aggressive nature to be able to pull that off right because you can't come in there and be like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go and rob, rob that nigga rob that nigga no you gotta be like yo i'm gonna rob that nigga i'm gonna rob that nigga exactly but lamborghini truck i'm on that nigga. Exactly. like you gotta you gotta have that you gotta be all in or you yeah. can't so it, it, it worked. It works, and it, it's it's hard. I guess you could say it's kind of hard to find that that great match. Like you can find a, a great beat, and you'd be like, "All right, cool, bet this guy gave a he he gave a decent song." But to find that shit that just actually sits over time and right. and just like 
Because to me, that's what makes a difference between like some producers where I like their beats, I like what they're doing. Yeah. And then like people that I'm like, oh no, this is like one of my all time favorites. Like the Alchemist is a good example. Like I love the Alchemist beats because the Alchemist is good about piecing things together in a way to which he can mold it around what the artist is talking about. Yeah. But then you got some people where it's just like like Pharrell. Pharrell's a good example where I like Pharrell beats. But yeah. I know that for a Pharrell beat is going to be a Pharrell beat no matter who's rapping over it. Yeah. Harry Fraud, no. Harry Fraud is making a beat special for the person that... For Harry Fraud and the Alchemist, Yeah, like I was saying before, can make a vo- or can make a beat around someone else's voice, someone else's cadence, someone else's rap style. And I think that's... That's to me what separates like my favorites from just like oh I like this person's like beats I like I like how they make beats I think I think that goes I think you can get the per I mean understanding certain songs and stuff like that they're like mm-hmm. that's you have to understand what's gonna be timeless like what's going to withstand the the hand of time his right. with his raps and the beat like what's gonna naturally resonate together like. Uh, international players anthem. Yeah, you just get that. It's you hear that? Classic record. Right. You as soon as you hear that, you like, oh yeah, nah, fuck that. I choose you. Right. Rest in peace, Pimp C. Yeah, like you. And it's the same. Look, same thing with I love Outcast beats. Like same thing with Roses. Caroline. <laughs> yeah. Caroline. Right. <laughs> you like you. You're like, oh shit. Like this hit. Um, it's another song of DJ Khaled's album. It's uh, hip hop. With Nas, Scarface, yeah, that yeah, I when I mean one about. of the best songs I have fucking yeah. ever heard in my life, that beat fire. Right. Then Nas got on it. I'm like, oh shit, the scar. That was like, I'm be honest with you, like I wasn't huge into music. Yeah. But that's what got. But like when I heard that shit, and I was like, Scarface, boom. Actually, J Cole's, uh, the, what is it? The damn, no, that's not the warm up. It's the uh, Friday Night Lights is the first mixtape like ever yeah. memorized in my entire life. Yeah. But literally like i heard that shit. i was like oh no no i need to i need to stretch the bounds of where i'm listening to music because i'm like yo who the fuck is scarface but this nigga scarface is nice right no like, scarface is scarface is a legend he's he's a yes. legit legend shout out Absolutely. to him shout out to him Absolutely. he's a real one too so you know you hear you hear stuff like that and you like damn all right this is gonna stand the test of time this is what's going to all right i can play this 20 years down the line and you be like oh shit right it's timeless music like i feel yeah. like it takes a special type of producer. It takes a special type of artist to make timeless, timeless music. And I think that an artist and bring it all kind of back home to Nas and King's Disease too. Like yeah. I just feel like this isn't that timeless record. I feel like Nas is at a point now where he's not really gonna make timeless music anymore. It's really just he's doing it for sport, mm-hmm. for the love of the game. At this point, he's kind of like I think I always looked at him like hip hop's mellow, like. He's one of those people that's like super talented. <laughs> you tell me he on his talent. way out. Nah, I'm just saying talent. <laughs> we talking talent for talent. Like Nas is like one of the greatest, but because like the whole situation with Jay, and then like some other stuff, Nas will never be able to get the credit that he truly, truly deserves. I won't say that. I won't say that. Uh, I I will never say that. I obviously you know he took a hit. And you know it was like all right, where's not like Nas is putting out music, but it's like okay, cool, bet Nas is putting out another. But Nas will never be overlooked. Oh no 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 no, no. that's like, not what I'm saying. Yeah no, I'm never saying I'm never gonna say he's gonna be overlooked. But I think that 
if we look on if we look back on Nas's legacy, like yeah. in the end, like I think that some of the things that kind of happened to him within this industry, within the music industry, and that sort of thing, it'll take away from like yo how dope Nas was for how long Nas was doing, like because Melo. And this is why I use Melo as a good comparison because Melo's like that also. Melo's one of those people who's like, yo, all the real like hoop heads, like all the real hoopers, they respect Melo on like a different level because they just know like, yo, Melo loves the game. He loves to play the game. Talent for talent, like yo, Melo on a, a good day or not even on a good day, but just on any day will be going point for point with anybody. It don't matter who it is. I think well because he's proved it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think with like you, you saying like Nas took a hiatus and it was just kind of like okay, where's Nas at? Like where's Nas? And you know that kind of reminded me of it. Reminded me of like the Dave like Dave Chappelle. Right. Like you can't. I mean, him being gone, you gotta appreciate the greatness while it's there. Like, right. so you have to appreciate. Yo, Nas was putting out mad music. He put out, he put out one of the best albums ever to touch the earth. Right, Illmatic and like, and Dave Chappelle has put out one of the most iconic shows to ever, right, to ever uh, touch it. One of the most iconic comedy sketch shows to skits to ever touch TV. So yeah. it was like, okay, like you, I think people don't appreciate it long enough because. It'll take a detour, and I think that's where people began to appreciate. Like you said with Melo, they appreciated Melo because they're like, "Oh shit, Melo's gone! Like he's out of he's out of the league right now." Where's Melo? Right, but you see him working on his game every day. Like I feel like you you see Nas on Instagram, swag and shining. You know, may post some bars or something. You know, as a caption on Instagram, but it's like, yo, that's why we respect Nas because Nas is always gonna show you the real. Like he's never gonna show you the fake, even if you're not feeling what he's doing. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I guess that's Nas. <clears throat> I granted, even though you said you you felt like he was trying to give like some egos, be I, I appreciate Nas for trying to stay to himself and not truly divert from what he knows and how he, you know how he raps and you know stuff like that. Like I feel that you should be able to elevate it. Jay-Z elevate now is like, yo, I'm telling you about wealth. Like, I'm going to tell you. Granted, the song he had on DJ Khaled's new album, what is it, uh, Father of Assad? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit was garbage. But <laughs> um, it was. it's nice to hear, hey, I'm getting older, so I'm giving you an older perspective. Look right. at look at me. I'm owning paintings that cost two mil that's going to appreciate over time. Right. I'm owning a crib that's going to appreciate over time. Right. I need you to understand how important your credit is. I need you to right. understand how important uh, generational wealth is. Right. I need you to understand that. So, I appreciate that. I've never been a huge Jay-Z fan, but I appreciate them talking a Cole, i appreciate you telling me okay now i'm i'm trying to dwell with the duality of de- dealing with rap chasing my dream of basketball trying to see if i still got it and you know i feel like i'm the i'm the best with the pen right now but i'm still an entrepreneur but i'm still an entrepreneur i'm i'm a record label look i'm not a record label but he, i mean you but know, he's Dreamville. Still, right he still got his own label and doing yeah. his own thing so it's so you know so it was like just to see you be able to the the dwell with that, and you're like, okay, now I'm rapping about what's going on and not the past and right. whatever. Boom! Like you still add some of that that stuff into it, but 
it's like, all right, now you're not talking about, hey, I'm, I was just in Muhammad's crib. Oh, my mom was, you know, dealing with this toxic relationship. Yeah, and da-da. Well, we trapping you know, and doing all this. Yeah. Like, eventually, you're going to have to kind of grow out of that because you're going to have to progress. I feel like a lot of artists now, there's no real progression. It's just, I'm going to just stick to this. And you're yeah. never gonna see me grow, like, and like I feel Bubble like, Boy, <laughs> right? Like, right? Like, I feel like when you hit a certain point, like you have to grow, you have to mold yourself, and you can still be real. And that's what makes, to me, that's what separates the all-time greats from just great people in the moment, where they can separate themselves and, hey, I'm not, I'm gonna be rapping. I may not necessarily be rapping differently as far as like my cadence and my bars from five years ago, but yeah. my subject matter. Is gonna change like it's not gonna feel the same like it's gonna feel like i evolved like you're gonna see my real growth because i feel like that's what it's about as influencers and people out in this world absolutely that's why i feel like what's his name um little pump little pump is like oh fuck him. yeah like bro you haven't heard nothing from him and he's i don't know goof. if he said he would took a retirement or whatever he's a goof. But, he's he's in but, that he's in that six nine class to me where he's just he's one of those people that just wanted to be famous and didn't give a doesn't give a damn what he's doing to do it he's just gonna do it no matter how stupid he sounds like i said you you gotta granted the all the face tattoos trump stuff to me bro like he lost me on that well he lost me on his music because music's trash but the Trump stuff really lost me, and that to me, that's one of those. Yo, I'm just want to be famous. I just want to be attention grabbing. But once you once you say I'm gonna do that, like people aren't gonna respect you, and that's when you see them fall off. But like you saw him. I mean, that's the. I mean, that's the whole. I only saw him because he was in a Tory Lanez video the other day, where Tory Lanez was going at Cassidy. Of course, birds yeah. of a feather flock together. But you know, I, I, you know, and like I told you before, I um, ooh, excuse me, but I um, I don't respect it. But I commend their effort to their hard work. I, I, I commend the effort that you're, like I said before, like, I commend your effort into, hey, I want to get to this place. I'm going to s put in all my time, energy, and work to get to this place. But and see, if, I right. if, I, if I feel like I reach mountaintop, I, boom, that's like, that's like, better yet, better yet. You put in the mad work, mad work, college basketball, high school basketball, AAU tournaments, and... Oh, I'm going through this. I'm going through basketball camps. I'm staying out. Doo -doo -doo. I'm playing. I'm doing all this work. And you're like, okay, I made it to the NBA. I'm good now. I, like you're. That's literally like, hey, I, I made it. Where else do I go from here? And a lot of new people like Little Pump and you know anybody else, they don't look at. Okay, there's more to grow. There's more to do. It's not just, hey, I'm gonna give you an album or I'm gonna give you a few songs and you're just gonna be like, oh, okay, ride the wave. Like Young and May. I'm pretty sure Young, Young May is nice on, but bro, you don't hear enough from her. Deja Loaf, you don't hear enough from her. Yeah, and no, I, I agree with that. My, but my point is, like, to go against what you just said, to argue back against what you said is, to me, like, people like that, like Lil Pump, uh, Six Nine, people like that, they're not really, like, they're putting in effort, they're putting in work with their music, like, they're working on it. But to me, it's like, I feel like you can listen to their music and tell they have like no real passion to do music. It's really just y'all just want to be famous, like, because. The music doesn't even sound good. Like, you ever just heard some people's music and just be like, there's no way in the world that someone thought this sounded good. <laughs> like, there's no way in the world that someone really thought this sounded good. And to me, like, Lil Pump is in that category. It's like, you know, you know, you know when some music is, is good, when, good and you know when it's a mid. Yeah. And when you put nothing but mid out with everybody in your circle treats it like it's good, like that, how are you going to grow? How that's are the, you going to progress? That's the problem of having yes, man. 
Exactly. Excuse me. You can't you can't have yes men. I feel like those type of guys have yes men around them all the time in order for them to do whatever they want to do and and live their life and that's cool. But at the end of the day, ten years from now, you're gonna be looked at as a one hit wonder. Yeah. So but, absolutely. But just to bring it all back home, so they're gonna be on one of those one of those uh one oh <laughs> one oh six and park tour yeah, reunions. Right, the like, VH one <laughs> specials. What happened? Like the like Bow Wow and uh what you call it and um what's the day? B two K? Oh yeah, but see Bow Wow and B two K they got hits. They're different. They actually they're actually good at the music that, thing. That's why I, you know, and I was talking about the, like the whole falling off part. I was like, yo, look and you haven't and I don't think they've earned that right to say yo i'm just gonna fall off and you're gonna appreciate my music like kendrick he can do that yeah kendrick can do that yeah. wholeheartedly because granted i'm not saying oh yeah we know what they do outside but, yeah, one, but we kendrick need that gives album back, kendrick we need Ke- that album oh trust and believe but kendrick he gives back like he gives his you know his time his money his energy and stuff like that and then on top of that bro his his art his album work he's done Bro, rig- I don't want what is it, rigor mortis or yeah, no, no, section 80. eighty, section eighty. I'm sorry, that's the album. Section eighty, boom. Then you have to pimp a butterfly. Well, not then, but it was good to, kid, it was Mad good City, kid, then Mad to pimp a butterfly. Damn. So it's like you have. Oh, it was damn after. I was. I'm like, yeah, yeah damn it's another was, album. Damn is the last one that he put out. Yeah, um, and then he actually put out like a version of it where it's reverse. Reverse. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it was supposed to be listened to in reverse, and I'm like, oh. Okay, I like. Yeah, I, I, heard, I heard the same thing, but I, I never sat down and actually tried to. I though. think I tried one time, and then it was like, all right, I'm not doing this. I already listened to it. I can see it though, because he's a storyteller. He's one of those. He's an artist that evolves and he tells stories, like similar to Nas. So, but either way, to bring everything kind of back home with Nas King's disease too. Um, anything that, because you know, we're saying how we feel about it, and that you know. We thought the music was good, but it could have been better. Way better. Way better. Is there anything that stands out to you on there that you really enjoyed, whether it was something, a song, a feature, or you oh, know, something song, he was doing? The song that, the one uh, that really, like, like I said, caught me was that No Funny Love shit with Charlie Wilson. Yeah. That yeah. No Funny Love shit hit. I agree. And, you know, I'm like, maybe, because, you know, we, we, have to, we have to make it regular of not just judging an album off of one listen. Yeah, we we yeah. I, and I I've been I've been critical to that because I sat there and like like I've said to anybody like I hated Post Malone when he first came out I hated Post Malone like that was one of the people I really just uh why yeah. are you making music uh yeah. but this and then I listened to White Iverson I kept listening to White Iverson I'm like White Iverson when I was balling I was young I'm like. <laughs> All right, cool. Back then, I listened to his his uh his first album, Stony, mm. and I'm like, oh, this shit kind of fire. He had yeah. a mixtape too, but what you call? He had a song with Two Chains. I forgot what the song was called, but that money made me do it. Yeah, that shit was fire. I love Two Chains. So yeah. I'm like, okay. Then that's to listen to. Then I listened to Beer Pong and Bentley, and that was just like, all right, yep, no, it's it. And yeah. I was like, hey, I was like, hey. I was like, yep, you got me, you got me hooked, you got me reeled in. Like that was one of the people like I did not like. And like I'm one of the biggest like supporters of him now. Right. No, I agree. I agree 100. percent So I, I think everybody listen. If you're gonna listen to something, don't just listen to it one time. Listen yeah. to yeah, it, give it a in listens. different varieties. Like listen to it in the car. Listen to it while you work out at the gym. 
listen to it while you're in the shower. Yeah. Like listen to it at least three at least give it three times a listen because me hearing it on my speaker, hearing it through my ear pod and hearing it through my car are three different ways I'm listening to this. Yeah. So listen to it and just comprehend it and let it sit and marinate for a second. It's like cooking. It's like it's a like Kurt Franklin said, it's like your grandmother's cooking. You know why it's so good? Because she started doing it the night before. So she <laughs> let it marinate and right. let everything sit in, the seasoning and everything. So let it sit in for a second. Let right. it let that seasoning kick in. Right. Then go then right. like all right all right this album is really garbage right. like then you can do that no i agree i agree i think for me from track nine nobody featuring the queen miss lauren hill yes absolutely on that down was fire. to the rest of it i thought that was amazing um i thought death row east i thought the pressure I, like i said the only stuff that i didn't like was the stuff where he was kind of rapping over like young boy beats and um it just didn't feel right to me. It felt like Nas was kind of doing it just to say, "Hit this is what Hit Boy's pocket is to the mainstream." So let me just jump on that. And, yeah. And to me, I didn't like that. I, I preferred the stuff where he was just talking game over something melodic with some pianos, little little bump to it. You know, mm-hmm. something you could vibe out to. So yeah, I think you take away the him rapping over the Young Boy beats. You got a really good album. But without with that being there, that 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 killed it for me. To be so honest, you think he needed to pull a Kanye and just do nine songs instead of oh, yeah, sixteen? Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because that the, sure. the, uh, the Nasir album he did with Kanye was garbage too. Yeah, that was bad. I think I think just had that last song. I think uh, uh, I forgot what it was called, but it was the la- It was literally the last song on the album. Let me put it this way: I think if he would have did that same type of format, where it was just like, yo, these seven to because I see this. There's 15 songs on here. I think you can go a solid 10. If you say, yo, boom, we're going to have 10, 12 maybe that we just going to go. We're just going to ride out on these and we're just going to cut out all the, the mid in between. Oh, yeah. you'd be good. You'd be uh, good. You have a really good album. Oh, absolutely. And the song was called Simple Things too. Yeah. But it, you know what I found? I actually found, I not ironic, but kind of scary a little bit and in its own right. Uh, I was listening to something. They was talking about how like, Tupac had an album he had to put out, and the motherfucker was just like, "All right, cool, bet, boom, first beat done. All right, let's go to oh, the yeah, next Tupac one." Tupac lived in the studio. Tupac yeah. has a whole lot and of music. I, I didn't realize that, and I and like I knew that, but I was just like, just to hear somebody say, "Yo, he would he would knock out a beat, boom, he knocked out, boom, uh, California." I'm like, yeah. "Oh, in the city," yeah. and then he go to the next, yeah, and Mike. he go to like the black of the berry, the sweet of the juice, and I'm like, "What the?" I'm like, yeah. "Bro, how the yeah, fuck?" Yeah, Tupac is like Mike. He he, he lived don't miss. It. He lived. He didn't miss. He lived it. He lived it every day. He lived it. So, um, so yeah. On a, all right. So then, on a scale of one to five, where do you where would you kind of rank this album? Two point five. Two point five. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. Two, I, on a on a rating, yeah, two point five. Yeah, I'm about the same. I think I, I give it a two. I think the stuff that was really good was really good, but yeah. the stuff that was I didn't like. I, it just kind of messed it yeah. up for me. It just kind of just messed gave it up you for that me. bubble gut feeling. Exactly. Yeah, I, trust me, I know. So we're gonna close out this week's episode. Um, so we're not gonna do the on your, on my mental segment um, every Monday now because we are gonna start putting out episodes every Monday and Friday. That's gonna be kind of how the format we go. Like Sean yeah. explained earlier, the on your mental is gonna be on Friday. I think Friday. Let the week marinate. Let people do what they got to do. And, you know, we have a lot on our mind at that point that we can really talk about, really stress. So, um, 
that's why I think we're just gonna do that going forward and be cool. Um, that works. That works. Any shout outs? We're gonna do Friday. Friday on on my mental, right? Yeah, Friday on my mental. Friday is on my mental Friday. Oh yeah, on my me. mental Friday. That's okay. what it's gonna be called going right. forward. That works. That works. So, with that being said, any shout outs you like to give? Shout out to Miami. Yes. Uh, shout out to the crocodiles. I saw. Yeah, shout out to the crocodile. That, yeah, yeah, the man that um was taking us on a tour. Thank God it was a brother because I was sitting there thinking, ooh, I don't want to be on the Everglades. No brother <laughs> driving. <laughs> so shout out to him. Shout out to that. Um, shout out. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know if you seen the last episode of Dave, but shout out to Dave in that last episode. I haven't seen any of them. Go bro. watch that last episode. That last episode was like. I don't know. It kind of it kind of fucked with me a little bit too, cause <laughs> it was like, yo, kind of get in touch with your inner self. And then he was talking to himself. He like, yo, where did you get this song from? Right. He was like, Dave, I'm you. Right. And I was like, oh. Then he hopped out. <laughs> then he hopped out. He got up and then he, cause he was at Rick Rubin crib. He got up. I was like, Dicky. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> you tapped in oh man no nah, i understand that no nah, like i like you said shout out to miami shout out to all the um waiters there was one waiter in particular i want to shout out because it started raining when we was out getting drinks as soon as the raindrops hit the ground that man grabbed our drinks and was like hey we going inside Ooh, like superman he did yeah that was the my, first night right yeah, me and my girl oh, okay was that yeah. was the first night okay i was about to say i wasn't there for yeah that. yeah you weren't there for that yeah me and my girl was out we was getting got a couple drinks and Boom! As soon as, as soon as the rain hit the ground, my man was like, "Nope!" Ran in there like the flash. So shout out to him. <laughs> um, and then just shout out to uh, all the people that's been listening, man. Like we really that's appreciate your patience because I know we've been doing a lot, been saying a lot is coming, and um, we gonna get that to you very very shortly. Absolutely. Um, and we're just excited about what the future holds um, with just all the ideas that we've kind of came up with and what we gonna kind of incorporate going Been forward. concocting you know exactly so you know we gonna like i said it's gonna be a shorter episode so we gonna head up on out of here sean you want to give out your socials tell everybody to nah my so fuck my social fuck my instagram it's all about <laughs> following the damn podcast the what up bro podcast follow that on the gram follow it on twitter tiktok you know even send your social security no i'm joking <laughs> but uh because <laughs> there's gonna be one person like word word what's the Oh, word, y'all go nah, hell no, no, I'm not doing that to you. I ain't gonna do that to you. Unless you unless you wanna send some money, you know, we we gonna start a cash app and we can work that out. Um, but uh yeah, just follow us, follow us, keep listening, tuning in, and we appreciate your time and your you know, your patience and yeah, your energy. energy right. appreciate and make it. sure you share the show. And, yes, please, please do. Share. Don't just like, watch and just say, Oh yeah, that like you telling me I feel special and I feel amazing, but share it to other people. Yeah, you, you got other people down there that listen that wanna that want to okay all right i like this i like what they're coming from with this this is this is browsing like so you know i i'm like yo don't tell me hey i'm doing a good job like bitch you doing a good job bitch <laughs> don't tell me that right. tell me like tell it to me sharing tell, sharing right. is tell free. the world we're doing a great that's job. a fact i ain't asking you for no bread i ain't actually nah sharing is free man sharing right. is free putting it on your social it's free you know it's not gonna hurt you it's not gonna kill you i promise you yeah i promise you and and it's crazy because i got i got people that do stuff you know that, that and i'm like i've shared y'all up granted it may have been only one time but you mm -hmm. have never shared you have never told me hey i listened to a full episode i'm like right. so 
what you think I'm gonna be sitting there like, oh my god, ah, mm-hmm. yeah, let's share your show, and, and you're not even reciprocating my energy, right? Like, come on, yeah. So shout and then shout out to all the people that have shared the word and are spreading the word. Appreciate really that. Appreciate that. Um, so like I said, y'all can check us out. Follow us on Instagram um, and Twitter at uh, What Up Bro Pod. Um, follow us on TikTok at What Up Bro Pod. Um, our personal social medias will be in the description box as always. So. As always. You know, follow us also. Um, and yeah, man, we just be coming with the heat. That's Twice a fact. A That's a fact. Heat, no, no Miami. <laughs> Hopefully, not that heat because I was a different level. <laughs> that shit was different, crazy. Ooh, boy. But anyway, I, we will catch you guys later. All love, peace, love, stay black. And y'all know what's up. Me no black, me no black. <laughs> Oh, we're going to have to have that conversation, boy. Shout out to Miami.